Okay, guys, welcome to the Social Living Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Green, social media consultant at Hashtag Living Agency. And also we have my co-host, Jamal Lawrence, social media executive at Superdry. How are we doing this week, Jam? Yeah, good. It's, uh, again, another busy week. I'm like midway through a um, sport campaign we're doing at the moment, so... Yeah, a lot to a lot to manage, but yeah, it's going alright. It's going well. It's going well. That's good. Enjoying man, it. It's been a busy, busy start to the year. Yeah, yeah. This year's this How's year's a big year, man. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, with me, yeah, everything's good. You know, been busy, man. Been interviewing hard. Like, uh, got okay. a few position, few positions opening at the agency. Uh, just trying to find the right talent, man. This year is this uh, scale, man. Trying to take that. Trying to take everything to the next level, as mm. uh, Nipsey Hustle, as Nipsey Hustle would say, trying to turn all my sevens into fourteens. Um, double so, up, yeah, man. Just put yeah, <laughs> double up exactly that. So um, yeah, just working hard with that, uh, and I'm on the hunt for new clients as well. So if you do know any business owners, hit me up, man. Happy to have any conversations. Um, yeah, there's lots of opportunities out there. So yeah. Um, just sure. been, yeah, I've been, atta- I've been attacking them, man. It's been it's been good. So uh, yeah, it's been busy. It's been busy. Um, good, but yeah, man, good, I'm good. all good, man. I'm all good. A lot's been happening on social media this this week, man. Um, yeah, it has it has it's popped off? It's, yeah, <laughs> it started started the year fast. <laughs> it has it has. Uh, I I was gonna quickly just push in some of the the Instagram updates because there's been quite a few um, mm. chrono- chronological feed. Um, to those, if, if you've joined, wait, how long do you reckon Instagram stopped doing the chronological feed? Five, maybe, maybe like five, six years now. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably makes sense. Mm. Yeah, five, I'll say about five years. That's probably about mm. right. I feel like it was 2017 ish, 18, maybe four or five years, mm, um, maybe a bit less, yeah. So I, I would say back then was where you saw probably Instagram at its best in terms of organic growth. Everyone mm-hmm. could see everybody's posts. No posts were limited. There was no shadow banning. Everyone was, it was like a wild west. And whoever you followed, you see their posts because you had to swipe down and f- go through, go through. No other posts were suggested to you. There was an explore page, but you have to go to the explore page to see those posts but on your feed it was just the people that you followed and um I, I can tell you now with some of the accounts that I managed back then that's where we saw the biggest growth overall so um yeah so that's 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 what that was in it like in terms of chronological feed everybody loved it and people I think on a yearly maybe weekly maybe on a daily basis I think people have been asking for that back um, with the introduction of Instagram ads, I think it's made it w- really competitive. Obviously, for Instagram, it's made them so much money, but um, it has made it like really competitive uh, on on their like it made it really competitive for business owners and things like that. Um, but they're they're looking to bring it back, um, which I'm actually looking forward to and see what that that means. Uh, but essentially what they're doing is they're breaking down your feed into three into three different 
tabs basically so there's a tab of people that you're just following which will be in chronological order there will also be a tab of uh like your okay is it a home like a home tab um Mm -hmm. i guess i guess it's i guess it's called um but essentially there's three tabs um and you can like put into each tab like your well you can have a, a tab of your favorites uh, a tab of your home and then a tab of the people that you're following so essentially you can put all your favorite people into one list and that will just appear and you're in, in one feed and you can alternate to another feed where it has everybody that you're following and everything's in chronological order so it'd be interested to see what effect this has i'm actually looking forward you know, to it to see Gum? i was gonna say yeah i'm interested to see how it affects different um businesses different channels yeah different businesses yeah. different channels i feel like influencers yeah. i feel like they'll be fine i feel like they're gonna they've got their fan base people are gonna favorite them so they'll be in the favorites column and i think they'll be fine but with businesses i'm not too sure how that will will, will be adopted i'm not too sure if people will put brands and businesses within their favorites column so they might see a a drop in their organic reach following that so be int- yeah it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see because i don't know how it will play out i just know people don't follow brands the way they follow people and, yeah, and influencers so yeah i don't know i don't know how it plays out but it could mean brands end up having to pay more to be seen through ads but we'll, yeah. yeah we'll see how it plays out yeah it'll be very yeah it'll be very interesting and I guess brands who do have more of a personal touch might still be okay because it's it's connected to like a person um, mm. as opposed to just a brand itself with like multiple different social media managers or whatever. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just intrigued to see, especially with some of the accounts that we're looking after now, I'm just intrigued to see, okay, what, what effect will this have? I know, you know, people are asking me questions like, oh, what does this look like? I'm like, look, we're going to have to wait and see. We don't know mm. what the what the priorities look like. You know, how many like how many favorite lists can you have? Some people might have lists for like, OK, these are my motivating people. I'm going to check that list. I'll check that in the morning. And then this is what these are my brands, my clothing brands, my sports brands, my jokes, my memes. You know, like it might divvy it out like we, we don't know what that means or what that looks like yet. So you know let's let's try and understand the waters first let's not try and make a silly decision before we know what's exactly happening if you get what i mean so um mm. yeah it's, 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 um, similar to like um how face how youtube have their bow notifications so if you they youtube is now well they have been for the last few years so tra- being prompting their their watchers their listeners to turn on their notifications when they post a video I think it will be a similar thing to on to Instagram, where it might it might not be the notifications, but it, I feel like influencers and brands will be requesting their followers to to put them in their favorites. It'll be it will then become a thing in a caption where that'll be a standard line in a caption. Is make sure you add us to your favorites or something along those lines, just to ensure that they they're still getting that reach that they were getting before. Mm. It's, it's, it, that reminds me of the time when they started to remove the. The chronological feed before and everyone was like you know make sure you hit the three dots on the side make sure you add mm. us into your notifications so you can see all our posts like I, I don't know anyone who actually does that now like <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what i mean it's like mm. 
it, 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 there's like different metrics now. It's like, you know, the, even like the save button, people don't even care about the, the, how many likes they get. It's more about how many saves, how many people are actually keeping their posts and you know, want to look at it for later. Does it have longevity mm. and all these different type of things? So, you know what? The waters are always changing. Let's see how it goes and we'll, we'll go from there. I'm just, I'm just keen to see what effect it actually has. Um, so I'm, le- I'm definitely looking forward to that. So that's that's the that's the first update. That's the first update on my side. But um, I'm ready to get into the, to, into today's topic, man. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, like, I I want you to kind of like introduce one, introduce this one, and and give the background as well, and then we can uh, we can start the discussion. Yeah. So today's podcast is kind of based around um the whole Molly May situation that kind of unraveled. I want to say maybe last week. I think last week was probably the peak of it. So Molly May jumped onto Stephen Bartlett's um podcast before Christmas. So it was, yeah, it was definitely in December, and she basically spoke about her life, her her come up, her career, um the role she's in now, a Pretty Little Thing, uh, Love Island, and stuff like that. And within the podcast, there's a there's a small clip, a small time frame or timestamp where she mentions that we all have the same 24 hours in the day and it goes on to talk about privilege and, and working hard and stuff like that, which at the time I thought was fine. I would listen to it and I kind of, I kind of agreed with her. I believe that we all have, we can all be in control of our own destiny almost because we have the, we have, we have our time to do that and to prioritize our time and et cetera, et cetera. And then, yeah, I feel like the, the, that went on, Christmas came by, um, nothing was said until last week how randomly out of the blue it sort of resurfaces and it becomes a trending topic i've seen it take over tiktok take over twitter she was trending on twitter just because people were attaching that line uh we will have the same 24 hours in a day and running away with it <laughs> and and the, the privileged police came running in at her and <laughs> t- tore her apart they tore her apart and then i personally I don't think it was needed I didn't see it I didn't see that line as an offensive line for for it to trigger so many people but I guess we could we can we can talk about that now Jules and and kind of discuss both sides both sides of that you know what like I, I first things first I think that I've heard so many people say that we all have the same 24 hours like a gazillion times like, especially mm. when you, when you start to go on this journey of um like personal self development, development. Like, mm. yeah self development personal development when you go into that journey and you start finding people like Gary Vaynerchuk Tony Robbins um Stephen Bartlett to a certain extent uh even rappers say it a lot as well like people like Rick Ross or, um Little Wayne there's a lot of people who promote hard working um even uh people like 50 cent eric thomas uh these people all say the same thing and obviously there's a there's a key trend there they're all males they're all saying the same thing and nobody really cares like it's just uh i think i get it i understand it i do i mean i am in slight agreement in the sense that we all share the same time so we're all going off the same time and what we do with our 24 hours is completely up to us and everything is actually a choice. Whether you choose, whether you have to do things or don't do things, it's like, it's, it is your choice. I get it. Some people don't 
feel like they might have a choice if they got mouths to feed or whatever. But in, at the end of the day, it's your choice if you feed that mouth or not feed that mouth. Obviously, it's up to you. We're not saying don't feed that mouth. Do you know what I mean? That's silly. But it's a choice. You're, you're choosing to go. For you, it might not feel like it's a choice, but it's a choice. And I feel like with Molly May, what she was trying to say and what everybody else has already said in the past, because I've got to make that clear. It's not She's not the first person to say this. Um, but I think what they're trying to say is like, look, when you have time and, and you want to try and change your situation, you have to create the time and focus on changing your situation. Otherwise, your situation just isn't going to change. And mm-hmm. that's regardless of whether you're privileged or not privileged or whatever. Like, you see, there is an element of luck in certain things that happen to people. Um, like, you could say, ah, oh, how can someone who lives in Antarctica become a professional footballer in the Premier League? Right. The, already, this seems very slim because there, there's so many barriers to entry. But if he felt, if someone there felt like they could do it, they would probably focus their energy on trying to leave where they go, where they are. Do you know what I mean? And they might decide, okay, look, with my twenty-four hours, I am trying to find my way outside of this continent and go into a place where I can play football or something like that. And that mm-hmm. might be their biggest priority outside of anything else. So that alone changes their circumstances as opposed to just accepting where they are and being like ah oh, it's never going to happen done do you know what i mean and there's so many people who live in this this mind frame of oh, this will never happen to me and just accept their situation and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm starting to think that are, are, are those the people that are the privileged police because I I've never heard of them before. <laughs> it's the fact that this the fact we're having a discussion about this this makes me think like where where have these people come from and are are, are maybe they the ones that are privileged? Who knows? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's I, interesting. I mean... It's interesting. I think people have just I, I I don't know how why what or where it's come from, but people are really triggered by this and what she said. I think they might have taken it too literally or, or, or what, but for me, it was just her, her message was about accountability and t- making the most of your time and priorities and figuring out what you actually want to change and, and taking accountability for that rather than maybe just waiting for it to happen or dreaming about it happening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and like you said, the privileged police are just taking it down for it. It's not like people, people started to... Um, take her down because maybe she was a woman she's white she comes from a privileged background and it's to other people it might seem as though she has it easier than most but then I don't think that's a, a reason to, to to take her down she still had to work to where she she's she's got people use the Love Island cards if she wasn't on Love Island she wouldn't have done this she wouldn't have done that she wouldn't be creative director pretty little thing but there's there's been um, loads of other contestants of Love Island that haven't reached the heights of Molly May. She's probably the go-to influencer in the UK at the moment. So she she is doing something right to get there. So you have to give her give her flowers. She come from a privileged position before, but she's still been able to elevate herself and make something of herself by staying independent and and starting these other these other avenues and revenue streams. 
so you have to give her that without dragging her down like you can you can give someone their flowers without dragging them down even if they come from a privileged position and um i i just don't i don't get it i don't, I don't get the hate you know what it is though as well i feel like there's in 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 kind of today's popular culture there is an element of where we we build someone up especially when they're the underdog we build them up uh until they get to the top and once they get to the top it's like we have to do almost everything and anything to try and drag them down because we don't want them mm -hmm. to be at the top although we've like built them up to be at the top i've heard um i've heard like people like ed sheeran talk about this like you know when he was the person that was trying everybody loved him but then when he got to the top it's almost like Preston want to no longer want to respect him they're trying to find dirt on him they want to rob his house they want to you know they, they're trying to like do all this stuff and it's it's just unfortunate that with Molly May that she's in that that line of fire at the moment um mm -hmm. we see it we've, we see it with so many stars like all the time like you know Storm, Stormzy arguably on the top of his you know top of his career right now um but like when when everything happens with like uh what was it what's her name um Maya Jama it's like they want to start yeah, yeah they want to like tear him down it's like that opportunity it's like oh we can use this and you know sell a story and you know all this other stuff yeah. like all these rumors like oh he cheated or he's now with Georgia Smith or you know it's all these different things and it's because he's at the top otherwise they wouldn't care you know these stories always come out about Jay-Z and Beyonce oh they broke up or um Jay-Z has kids with other people he cheated you know like none of these things are, are, are our business but they they mm. like, because these people are almost like put up onto a pedestal pedestal because we put them there it's like we have to take them down as well and um yeah i think that's a, a certain culture that we have here you see it with footballers it always happens like everyone's amazing until they just like like you know you got a young footballer or whatever he's on the way up and then he gets a certain age and it's like oh he's not he's not good enough he's not this he's mm -hmm. not that or he rapes on they raped someone, he did this, mm. he, he's too, you know, arrogant, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, we've just built them up to this, be this amazing person. And now you just wanted to start ripping into them. And it's just like, I don't know why the, the culture is like this at the moment. I don't, I don't get it. No, nah, it's, it's, it is an interesting tub subject. And you see it with music as well, especially, you get the mm. these guys on the come up, um, mm -hmm. LMA, for example, when she was on a come up, and she before booed up, everyone was kind of rooting for her. Booed up came blue, and then after that, it's like they wanted to 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 get her back. Like, no, you're not allowed to be that that popular. Like, the fans of I know I think Ed Sheeran spoke about this, but the fans that grew up with um LMA didn't actually mm -hmm. want her to become popular and a popular voice and song like. That becomes part of popular culture. They want it to kind of yeah. stay within, and I'm I kind of I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that. Like with Wizkid, for example, and Essence. As soon as Essence started hitting reels, and I was hearing it at bars and clubs everywhere I was going, it kind of it ruined it for me because it because that song that I liked and was was part of my 2021 20, then became everyone's song, 
which is yeah almost yeah so i i get that but i just don't think you need to to drag people down with that as well you can you can you can share you can share basically you can share the yeah yeah the yeah, success yeah, yeah. their success almost mm. yeah and and but this is like in terms of music anyway like the the way it's like it, this is like it, almost like a separate conversation but we are very music is a very personal thing like it's something that you listen it's personal only you might listen to it if you get what i mean at times especially when you find a good album a good song that's your song and you don't want everybody to feel like they've heard this do you know what i mean um mm. and that's why a lot of people prefer to go with like independent artists or you know um underground artists and everybody loves the underground when it's underground it's amazing like the rawness of everything it's not so influenced by maybe the higher ups so like people loved drill when it first came up people loved rap people loved hip-hop but where it goes where it is now people still love it but because it's so, such a big part of mainstream media if you're like a real hip-hop head you're probably not going to like you know today's like the, the mainstream version of of hip-hop it's like you, you're, you're gonna have to go into the underground to find the, the music that you actually like to listen to um and it's a, it's a shame that you have to you have to do that but it is kind of like off, off, off topic in terms of that but like I get it like people mm. are selfish and that's why you know they they'll support someone up until that point until it's like they feel like okay this person is no longer ours anymore they're gone clear let's take them down you know we see the likes of Michael Jackson and all this stuff but the reality is I feel like it's because they've achieved amazing things you know we're just look waiting for a fault and we're just going to jump onto that fault and um, I'm against that I want to be I want to give people their flowers man everybody makes mistakes and uh, I, I, I get it and um, it's just a shame in today's society that you know Molly May might have to apologize for what she said even though it, it, there's nothing you know it's, it's, it's really nothing but mm. she has to it's, she has she has to apologize it's interesting to see the split like i feel like social media creates these it doesn't create these divides but it highlights the divide in the way people receive certain information and what they take from it mm. obviously we've we've heard what she said and we've gone down the route of maybe accountability and and we 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 are in control of kind of our destiny almost is that is the message that we've received from it but to other people they've heard that the quote we all have we all have the 24 the same 24 hours in a day and they see it as maybe equality and then we all have equal opportunity and i don't think it was that like it was interesting because i had a discussion with my colleague at work about this and it was interesting to hear her side just again this is i think this is important as well to have discussions i feel like discussions have become frowned upon or scared to have because you because you don't want to end up offending someone or upsetting someone but i don't think we should like like shy away from discussions i feel like as the years have gone by we've become quite sensitive to discussions and and it, and it becomes Hardest to have people are, are are scared of upsetting people or offending someone, so people don't just say anything at all. But with yeah, with having this conversation with my colleague, I was able to kind of see her viewpoint and consider things differently, and to 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 how 
she saw it or took it. And it helps you create more of a, like a 360 um, thought process around like, certain information. So yeah, she mm-hmm. she came from the the side of equal, like I said, equal opportunity, and that everyone has everyone has different levels of everyone comes in at a different level in terms of their background, their home life, their family life, um, economically, and stuff like that. So yeah, I get that. I just don't think that was the message Molly May was trying to tell. Yeah, it's true. And and maybe it's that 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 snippet or that timestamp that was shown that because it's not given with a full backstory, it's like that's why people get this kind of perception, which is unfair because you're just looking at it. It's like you're almost looking at the whole interview based on a keyhole vision. And it's like you're not getting mm-hmm. the full picture. So when you get the full picture, that's when you can make the full judgment. But suddenly we're making judgments based on that's a little snippet of what we're seeing. And then we might mm. take that as gospel, and I think that's where we, this generation is is is, is we're, we're, we're wrong for doing that. And you know, social media is a key part of that as well. We like we end up opinionating people, like we give the opinionate and we give an opinion to people that don't necessarily have the full picture, but they're able to spread this information faster than ever. Um, and I just feel like it's a it's a very scary it's a very scary thing that we have this ability. And again, this is almost like another episode from Black Mirror where um, someone might do something wrong, say something wrong, and it might be out, just taken out of context. But suddenly, we want we want to take them down because it's wrong. Like, and that's just mm-hmm. based on the snippet, and it's not based on the whole. The whole the whole story, you know, it's not based on the full picture, which is a, which is a shame. I think my 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 over my overall take though, like, I'm in agreement with what she says in terms of we all have the same twenty four hours, and I understand completely that not everybody has the same starting place. Like we all have different places. Like my analogy that I like to look at life is sometimes that like if you have a classroom of people and there's like um. So you've got a classroom full of people, there's about five rows, right? And then you've got like your, your whiteboard at the front. So um, let's say we give everybody a piece of paper. So, and, and uh, there's a bin at the front of the whiteboard, right? So everyone on the front row can see the bin. So they can just look at it and aim and throw it in there. They're going to feel like they got nothing to worry about, right? Because they just see it and they're going to go for it. But then the people that are in like row five, they're not going to be able to see the bin. So they're going to complain at life. They're going to be like, well, that's not fair. We can't see. Mm-hmm. But they can move their table. They can move their chair. They, it might take, it's going to take time. So it's like, this, we have the same time, but different starting places. It's not, it's not equal. It's not like an equal race. You're not judged. You're not going to be judged equally in this life. Like it's, that's not how it works. It's going to be based on wherever you are and you can change your circumstance. I feel like people do need to understand that your your circumstance can change. It is extremely temporary, but like complete, it, it, it's completely up to you. Like I, I can't lie, when I was like 16, 15, I used to always have this mentality that because I'm black, I'm just gonna struggle. That does nothing for me. Like mm. I'm literally gonna be stuck 
because I'm not going to try. I might just give up because I'm just like, well, nobody, nobody's going to help me. And mm-hmm. to an element, it could be true that because I'm black, I, I might yeah, be at a, a slight disadvantage. But it doesn't mean that I don't try and change my circumstance. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people that just accept that as their life and then they don't try. And then it's like they, but they still feel like they're entitled to something. But you're not even trying. How can you feel, how can you be entitled? And I feel like that's what Molly May is basically saying. It's like, I'm not entitled to everything I've got. I worked for everything I got. And that's and I think that's fair. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's the right the the, the right way or the wrong way, that's another discussion. But she put the work in to get to that point. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and that, and that's the same with like other other like you know I guess athletes or musicians to get to where they got to. They had to put in mad work. I saw something the other day where KSI said he's not talented. But he said that, look, you can go back 10 years ago and watch my first videos. I was rubbish. But, you know, you can see my progression. I got better at editing. I got better at presenting. I, I, you know, when I first started trying to fight, I couldn't fight. I got better at fighting. I got better at making jokes. I got better at games. Like, mm. he, he, just, he just put his work in every single day. He's just trying to change so he can change his situation. And... Like, what are we going to say? Like, it, but he made that conscious decision. There's people out there that's not making a single conscious decision. They're just going through life. They're literally just coasting. And they're not trying to, like, mm. change anything. Or they, they might change. Yeah, or they might change, but they don't stick at the change. Like, they they see blueprints. At the moment, I feel like with social media, you see blueprints in terms of what people have done to get to where they are. So with yeah, Molly yeah. May, it's the fashion thing, YouTube, Instagram, um, kind of blogging your life, visual, um, publicly promoting your life, and people will do that for a month, two months, three months, not see the the rise that Molly May has seen, and then stop. But they don't they don't see the journey of her. Same with KSI. I remember watching KSI when I was a kid, and he was playing FIFA. With Akin Fenway, this was must be like 2012, and it was mm. like you said, the ed- editing was terrible. Everything was was bad, but you could see that he was posting content two, three times a week, and that just compounded into the success he's had. So it's like understanding that there's a journey involved with the change, and it's not just the change itself that will will, will get you to to where you want to be. One hundred percent, man. And you know what, that analogy you just said there, like 10 years and it all kind of compounded. It reminds me of a book that I read just before uh, just before um, Christmas by MJ DeMarco. Um, let me just quickly get the name of the book. It's called The Millionaire Fastlane, right? Mm. And he talks about that and he says that, he shows about, he talks about like a blueprint of kind of reaching whatever it is that you're trying to reach but it takes a 10-year process. And in this case, it's about being a millionaire and trying to get to be like get into your getting to have millions, basically. And he says it's a 10-year process. I think a lot of people, what they have it in their mind is one year, two years. You see these young kids and you're thinking, oh, they can do it, I can do it. But mm. in reality, there's it, it literally takes 10, like it does take 
10 years. Not to say that there are there are sometimes some overnight success. Yes, but that's that's a lottery ticket. You can guarantee mm. your success over a 10-year period if you work hard at something and compound it. Once it compounds, you can be very successful at it. Like we, we just started podcasting towards the back end of last year. If we go back to our first episode and watch our, the latest episode, you're going to see such a, a, a big improvement. Now imagine us in five years' time. It's going to be way better. <laughs> Do you know mm. what I mean? So it's like that's the approach that we need to think about. And sometimes we don't, we don't think about that. You know, we just expect think, it to kind of just come. I think, see, like, again, understanding there's, there's journeys involved with, with everything, even with Molly May, people think that she went on Love Island and blew up and now she, she is where she is. But she was an influencer before that. She had a following before she went on Love Island and that would have taken years to build. So Love Island was just a, a stepping stone, something to help kind of improve her career and people people don't see that people don't understand that there was a journey before that and you just take it for for what they've seen or when they first heard of Molly May so it's, yeah it's kind of understand there's a bigger picture and there's 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 history with with a lot of these journeys and you might not know it but the, the work has been put in for the majority of people that have have, have made something of themselves yeah 100 percent. and like do, do you feel like you're part of this um like obviously I know you agree with what Molly May says and do you feel like you're in this journey of compounding what you're trying to do now and you'll see the fruits of that labor in 10 years time do you feel yeah, like you're do you know on what's that ha- journey mm, do you know what's helped me like understand that is through football and my career it's all mm-hmm. and like with, with most footballers that like, they've it's been something they've done two, three, four, five, six, seven times a week for since they were five. And they've yeah. seen progress as the years go by. It's like when I sign pro, that's probably twelve years of work to get to get to that stage. And that's kind of helped me understand that you need to regularly make a change, put the work in to to see the results over time. Mm-hmm. Um so that's kind of helped me especially when I, as an adult now, understand that I'm not going to get a quick fix to, to maybe get to where I want. It's something that's going to gonna take time, especially me now within a, a newish career. Like if I, I do want to see results from that, it's not going to be a, a, a quick thing. It's not going to be a quick fix. It will take time to see progress and, and like establish myself as well. So it, yeah, it definitely, it definitely ha- that's definitely helped me football. And it's kind of, I guess, ground, it grounds you. You know it's not going to be yeah. overnight success. You do actually have to put the work in. So, no, yeah, I'm definitely uh-huh. definitely on board with all of that. Yeah, man, I, I I think it's so vital. I think that it's taken me like many books to like have that type of mind frame because definitely when I was younger, it almost felt like I should just be entitled to that. But I feel like what I had on my my on my side was more so that I had ambition. Like I knew what I wanted, I like I wanted something different than what I have. And I would try things. But I think there's so many people out there that are not trying things. And I, it's okay if you don't want to try things. But if you're complaining about where you are right now, but you're not actually doing anything about it, then that doesn't make sense. And then you can't mm. you can't take down somebody who's trying to change their circumstances. Because it's, it's it's you know it's uh it is unfair, so um 
you, you if you do want something you should go and try it like if you only have one life like would you rather live your life knowing that you tried to do what it is that you wanted to do or would you rather live a life knowing that I could have tried but I didn't I decided to you know not do that um and there's so many things that on my list I'm trying to do I want to I want to try so many different things. I want to do things like yoga. Um, I've never done yoga in my life, but I would like to mm. work towards like, doing yoga, meditating maybe for an hour a day or something like that, just because like when I see people who do do that, they just seem very peaceful. And just sometimes just, it's just a, like you're, for your own self to have less stress or something like that, it's probably a really good thing to be able to think about nothing. You know, mm -hmm. our minds are always active. So let's think about nothing other than when you're sleeping, your mind is probably still really active because you're dreaming or whatever. But if you're able to sit down and control your mind to think about nothing, that's, an, that's another power in itself. And like, well, I want to learn that power. And I know that mm -hmm. all the information is out there for me be, to be able to learn that. And yes, if I believe that we have the same 24 hours, I can choose one of those hours to be focusing on that so then if i did that an hour a day by this time next year that's 365 hours of me meditating i am I'm, I'm i'm gonna be close to being a pro of meditating than the average mm -hmm. person you know what i mean so um things like that are just really are really important and um especially if you want to change your circumstances i think you have to have to be able to try and take on this type of mindset um and don't fall into the privileged police of where you feel like um you know you're entitled because that those the, that privileged police is just i hope nobody takes offense to this but it's just nonsense because it's the same <laughs> it, it, it's just nonsense because it's the mm. same as like it's the same when people are talking about black lives matter and then the privileged police, if you want to call it that, they'll come out and say, well, all lives matter. It's like, yeah, obviously. Like, that's, mm. that's obvious. But we're talking about a specific situation where black lives are, is not mattering, so they have to say black lives matter. Yeah. Obviously, all lives matter. We know that. But that not all lives are being treated in a certain way or whatever. So it's like the privileged piece is like, nope, that's not politically politically correct you have to say mm. all lives matter and it's like come on come on do you know what i mean and that's where it, um it's, it's things like that when i see things like that it makes me want to like not be on social media yeah tune yeah. out you know stay away and and all that but um that's almost hypocritical because i work within social media right so mm. it's just yeah it's uh, the it's the negative part of it and i don't think it will ever change it's again it's just part of it there's people on there that you're able to voice your opinions everyone feels that they should be able to voice their opinions and their opinions really matter so it's, I don't think that will ever ever end it's just I guess it's how you decide to manage it manage it personally but mm -hmm. yeah this is what it is there mm -hmm. I big up big up Molly May and and again we always big them up on this channel as well so Diary of a CEO Stephen Bartlett it's an amazing show um and and check out that money mate episode as well try and get a full picture before you make a judgment so um yeah figure that one out and have a look at what she said and make your own judgment and we'll see do you do you agree with us 
does everybody have the same 24 hours? I definitely agree with that. I think that um, we all have the same amount of time because we're all using 24 hours as a daily metric. And what we choose is up to us, essentially. We choose what it is that we do. You know, you might have influences, whether it be, might be religion, might be family, could be friends, but never forget that those are all choices. You know, you choose to follow a religion. You choose to have to, you know, you choose your friends. You don't choose your family, but that you can choose who you have around you once you get to a certain age. And once you become aware of all these things that are in your power, you start to make more conscious decisions. Like there's not many people who have the same circle of friends when they were five years old to when they're 25. Do you know what I mean? It changes. You know who you want to be around. You know what uh, your passions are. So you're going to focus around, you know, those types of people or communities or whatever. So I feel like the, the, there's, if there's one thing that you want to take away from the show today is that you have a choice and you can choose. It comes with its ups, it comes with its downs, it comes with its reaction, like it comes with its like consequences, but essentially it's still your choice. You just you have to see what happens, you know. So yeah, yeah man. And I, got money I think I think just to add to that, I think people will will listen to what you said, which is which is which is great. But I feel like people will kind of list um certain types of people that maybe don't have the privilege to or might, it might seem as though they don't have the privilege to change their outcome. Uh, again, this happened when, when I had my co- uh, discussion with my colleague. She mentioned like the homeless or people that don't live in a Western world where um, where things might be different. But again, I think it's just being accountable of the time you have and and making a difference without comparing it to the, the success you might see from other people. Just compare it to yourself. I feel like with mm. with where we're at today, I feel like that comparison with others is is killing a lot of people and killing a lot of dreams because they're not they're not seeing that return quick enough. So I think if they're That's able true. just to compare to compare that where they were the week before, the month before, the year before, um, they they start to see that progress rather than comparing mm. against others. Yeah, because if you if you start to feel sorry for yourself. Like you're probably not gonna see the changes. You're you're just gonna try and escape. You're gonna try and escape in like, I guess, different ways. So you might try like if you're a homeless person, you might escape through drugs. It might be through alcohol, cigarettes, whatever. But and 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 it's probably because you you can't change your your circumstances. Like if jam, if I was to ask you now, if you lost everything now, you lost everything. Like, you have no money, no car, no nothing. What would you do? And do you reckon you would have the mindset to be able to get out of it? 100% I'd find a way. I'd, I'd find a way, even if it was, wasn't morally correct. If it, if it was the case of me stealing something <laughs> and selling it on, I'd find, I'd find, I'd find a way. And, 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 that's, and that's, that's point blank. Like, cause, uh, especially with the knowledge that you have now, like, that's what it is. That's what changes, you know, everything mm-hmm. because you have the knowledge now. So, like, there are going to be people who don't have this knowledge. So, what I'm saying to them just feels like this is nonsense. This is hokey pokey, magic stuff or whatever. But 
the reality is that you, like it's like what we said last week whatever you say to yourself is the truth so mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter what I say whatever you say to yourself is what you're going to believe if you're going to say to yourself positive things you're going to believe positive things you're going to say something to yourself that's negative, you're probably going to believe the, the negative things. So that's, that, that's, just how the, that's just how the cookie crumbles. Mm. Uh, yeah. Sure, for sure. I think that that's wraps up nicely. I think the, the main, main takeaway is it's just you, you, are, you are in control of your time and you can be accountable for that. You don't have to rely on other people to change things. You can you can be that change in your life. But yeah, it's interesting. It'd be good to get like the other side if we have someone on on or even like the comment section or, or whatever, just to hear hear the the opposing sides to that argument to have it to create like mm-hmm. a little discussion around it because I know it's been topical over the last yeah. week or so. So yeah, if you do have any any comments or questions for us, but definitely let us know. Yeah, let us know. You can hit us up again, Instagram uh, and on LinkedIn as well. You can hit us up on the Stereo app as well. I know I said this last week, Jam, I got a question for you. Um, I didn't ask it for you. I didn't ask it last week. So I'm going to definitely ask it this week. Um, I had it written down. So just bear with me. No worries. Right. Oh, wait, did I ask you already last week? I might no, 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 I don't think you asked me. Did I not? Is it more important to focus on who you are or to focus on who you want to be? And that's quite fitting to today's episode. Mm. So you put this on your story, I think. This is... Yeah, I did. I did. So is it more important to focus on who you are or is it more, in focus, more important... To focus on who you want to be. That's a, it's a good one because as I'm thinking now, I'm thinking about both sides. And they, is there a wrong or right answer? I'm not too sure. But for me, I think it is who you want to be or who you're going to be. Um, that will take understanding who you are right now and what you need to change to be who that person is. But I think having that goal of who you want to become be more important than just thinking about who you are now without looking outwards or into the future about what where you are now will become without change I guess whether that's good or bad but having it's like setting goals really setting goals in terms of of financials or lifestyle I think you can do that by setting goals on on self-improvement as well so I think yeah Mm -hmm. I think looking outwardsly and and going with who you who you want to be is more important for me anyway. Mm-hmm. What about you? What was your, what was your answer so, to that? So my 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 answer is actually to focus on who you are. So okay, like for me, I feel like I guess the analogy is to I say focus on who you are and be the best you. I think that's mm-hmm. more important. Um, but again, it, it's just, I think it, it all kind of goes on how your perspective of the question. So for me, I'm always going to say, focus on who you are. If you focus on who you are, you stay true to your 
if you can stay true to who you are as a person and be the best you, whether it's like you as a person, you're naturally a giver. So you be the best giver. You naturally as a person is um, quite loving. So be the best like loving person or whatever it might be. Like, I guess the analogy I like to use is that like, normally the animal kingdom. So if you're a fish, be the best fish that you can be. Because mm-hmm. there'll, be, there'll be times where people are, are a fish, but they want to be a lion. But you're not a lion. So it's mm-hmm. like, you can't, like, you can't become a lion because you're a fish. Where that's where I feel like sometimes that's what people, I feel like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this all a lot because there's going to be loads of people who think, I want to be a CEO. But maybe they're not the best CEO. Like, maybe they, they could do a job at CEO, but are they going to be the best CEO? Because being a CEO might not be who they are. Not to say you can't learn to be a CEO. You might be a CEO, but you might not be the best, you know? Mm-hmm. But you could be, you might be the best number three at a business. Do you know what I mean? But some people, mm-hmm. like, don't want to take that step because they're trying to aim for being the best seat, like they're aiming for being the CEO, if you get what I mean. So it's like, if you focus on who you actually are, you're in tune with that, you can be the best you. Do you know what I mean? And like, Mm -hmm. sometimes what we go for and where we want to be is so influenced by so many things outside of us. It's like, sometimes who you want to be isn't who you actually want to be. It's just because it's cool. It's in now mm. or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's times where I think, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm right now. I'm focused on, like, kind of living life on my own terms. That's why I always say that as opposed to, I want to be a successful businessman. I want to, you know, be rich because really and truly, what I really want is, like, if I if I had the whole world, just I can just create my whole world. It would literally be to live on my own land be able to live off my land and everything was basically reusable so I didn't have to use much energy so like let's say I have coconuts I can eat the coconut then I can use the hair from the coconut to create a fire to cook my food like everything would just I could just use everything I could use as well as eating the coconut I could create coconut oil from just a fire and chopping up the coconut really fine next week I got coconut oil coconut milk and I could eat it, and I can use it for fire. Like it, I would love to just be able to do that, and it would. That has nothing to do with business. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It takes away all that added stress that we sometimes uh, have on ourselves. Like we we we're focused on some things that just really don't even matter. I'd just rather be more connected to the the world and the earth. If I could all day just think about like my my meaning of life and acting on that purpose or something I would do it but we're so distracted by all these other things or maybe what we want to be or dream about that it, it takes us away from who we actually are that's my that's my that's my take on it anyway now do you think um, that's important that is important about understanding who you are I guess I guess what I was trying to say kind of ties into that in terms of I thought, like you said with Guy Fee, I know he tweets about, uh, you know, it might, might not be number one, but it might be good number two, it might be good number three. I think Ben Francis of Gymshark was a good explanation of that. Quite an introverted character, as he's described himself. Um, 
he obviously founded Gymshark with um, co-founders, but mm. he noticed that he wasn't the CEO the company needed him to be. So he went into different roles within marketing, merchandising, um, and it's, it's led him to be the CEO, but it's through that progression and that pathway, he's learned to understand himself, find a way for his voice to be heard as an introvert, as he's described himself, and and it's led him to to be able to lead and manage through in his own way, rather than, I guess, being the CEO at an earlier stage before the, the peak of Gymshark and not being the person the company needed him to be and maybe mm. compromising himself at that position. He kind of stepped away and said, right, I'm not the right guy now, but I can kind of work on on myself, become the best version of myself. And then when I'm there, the company can can profit from that, I guess. So I think that's yeah, another great example for, about that. Yeah, I think it is. That's why it's like there's no right or wrong with this kind of with kind of this kind of question because like you don't need to necessarily give yourself any limiting beliefs. Um it's not about setting limiting beliefs. Like you can achieve whatever you want to go out and set out to achieve. Um but if you can do it whilst being yourself, then it's a good thing. Um, but then at the same time, I think I spoke about this last week, there might be certain parts of yourself that you need to kind of break down because you're trying to change, if you are trying to change your circumstances, there's parts of you that you kind of have to let go. But mm-hmm. you're also going to have, you're also going to have, like, there's going to be core morals to you that are going to be really important to you. And I feel like it's it's very important not to lose those things. So it's like, let's say being respectful is a really important thing. So now if you do become CEO, you become really rich, make sure you're being, you know, respectful and not being someone who's just disrespectful just because you're, you got, you got money now or the way you treat women or, do you know what I mean? Like you're going to have core values and you don't, you just don't want your circumstances to change those core values. So you have to ensure that you're still staying true to who, to who you are and, you, you want to bring out the best in who you are as a person. So I think that's just like, mm. really important. But yeah, definitely, I'm going to try and come with more of these kind of like multifaceted questions at the end of every podcast. Um, I just think it's a nice little touch. Uh, and, and obviously to the listeners as well, you can let us know your opinions on these on these things as well. Is it more important to be you know, to focus on who you are or is it more focused, is it more important to focus on who you want to be? Um, so yeah, let's, let's wrap it up there. It's been a pleasure. It's a great uh, podcast episode. Um, yeah, I go by the name of Julian Green. I'm my co-host Jam. We out. We out, man. <laughs>